0: I will begin reading. I'm going through the Bible, the uh, the four testaments, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, All the questions that Jesus asked. I'm I'm skipping over one or two, uh, and I may just maybe speak about them. But they they don't. I'm not going to deal with the subjects uh, in in a Bible study completely. But Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. We're going to start a series of here in Matthew. And it says, Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake and saw. And all the people that were amazed, saying, Is not this the son of David? And... uh, when, when the Pharisees heard it they said This fellow doth not cast out devils But by Beelzebub the prince of devils That's, that's speaking quite a thing anyway. That's what our lesson is going to be about Amen more or less than that And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them Every kingdom divided against itself Is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall his kingdom stand? It's still standing. <laughs> if anybody wants to say amen, they can. If, or or if, I, if they think I said the truth. Yeah, it's, it's still, he's still working he, he's still got things going on And but if I by Beelzebub cast out devils by whom do your children cast them out therefore they shall be your judge but if I cast out devils by the spirit of God then the kingdom of God or kingdom of God is come unto you if you can if you can acknowledge that that God was there working and I was casting out devils by the spirit of God, you, you're going to know that, amen, the kingdom of God has come to you. Or here is the Messiah. Amen. Now uh, I'm just going to kind of go back a little bit on some of this. Uh, they were really not really rebelling against, well, I guess they could say they were rebelling against Jesus, but they they were fighting him because of his miraculous works. Let let me just tell you, amen, this world today, this world today, if God really started working things, there'd be a whole lot of people then we call it something besides the work of spirit. Amen. They, they if if if, uh, and I'll let me say about myself. If I never see another miracle of God, if I never see any, another another healing of God, if I never again see anybody, Amen, receiving the Spirit of God, Amen, in, 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 in the Holy Ghost, I will preach it till I die, amen. because I know it's Bible. I know I've had it, <laughs> amen. And I know it's supposed to work today, but we ain't working it. Right. Amen. Would y'all want anybody else want to say amen on that? Amen. It's not God's fault, amen. amen. And I will quote one more time what I have said in time and time and time again, amen. There has never been a revival we know in the Christian church without a prayer a prayer revival or a prayer move of the Spirit and praying beforehand Amen. everybody's heard of Azusa Street I think everybody pretty well is here and if you study anything about history twenty in the 20th, or 20th century know that it was these it was birthed on the on the the uh, night of the, the new year that's when the, the the Spirit of God started being poured out in Topeka Kansas and now it's spread amen, throughout America and the world and uh, it was it was because that they were up there praying just praying and seeking or through the holidays school was out in this college in Topeka Kansas and the, the people, the young people that was there uh, didn't go home for christmas and and New Year's. They just stayed there and started they prayed and um, that week or so of prayer brought forth a uh, outpouring of the spirit. Amen. Uh, one writer said at the beginning of uh, this passage of scripture it, he said, "The best way to deal with some people who have adversities, amen, at, at your work or your, your experience in God, uh, the best way to deal with some people like that is to just leave them alone." <laughs> so, somebody starts questioning you about your your your, your salvation. Uh, uh, you you can talk talk to them, but you know basically they won't hear you. Jesus can heal people, and they'll they'll accuse it being of the devil. Just leave them alone. Uh, back up to chapter twelve, or Matthew twelve, and I'll back up to verse thirteen. Then said he to the to the men stretch forth your to the man stretch forth your hand, and we had this. We already talked about that in the last, last month. Amen. Stretch forth your hand. And what happened? Amen. He stretched it out, and it was healed. It was, it was stored whole like the other. And then the Pharisees went out and held a council among, among, against him how that they might destroy him. And here's what, this is why I said a while ago, Amen. And when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from, from thence. He just, okay, you on don't want it. He, and he left there and let them do their grumbling. And so sometimes the best thing is to just pray for people and just leave them alone. And I wish you'd pray for me because I have I've had a very sad Uh, setback in some of my endeavors today I got a call that notified me that what I felt was a very been been very successful in reaching this person let me know that there ain't no use in trying no more right now Uh, but just pray so I, I just want to fall on my face and cry because I I'd put a lot of, a lot of work in that, and I thought really I was so excited. I thought that we were about to see a person come to church and, amen, and get his life straightened up. But, but it's gone bad, amen. So while, while Jesus or while excuse me while the Pharisees were holding counsel how that they might. Do something with him. We've well, we got to counsel. We've got to do something with him. Amen. Jesus said, I'm gone. Let's just leave him alone and let them." have it. But then, the, then right in our, our text tonight, when we started this lesson, here they came back. They, they run him down again, chased him down. He was having another meeting. And he was, he was healing this demon-possessed person this is further along than healing the hand or the arm that he did back here in the thirteenth verse, this chapters, um, But uh, he was casting out devils. Then what could they do? What could they say about that? And you could just read what they said. Amen. Amen. He is casting out devils by the Beel- by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. Amen. Jesus in verse 15 says, But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself and, and so forth. And, and you can find that same in, in Mark, the third chapter, in the 22nd to the 27th verses, if you want to mark that. It's somewhat, he's talking about the same situation. And, um, and um, Mark is telling the same story. Amen. And it may say it a little bit differently. But if you want to mark it and go back to and make a look at that a little bit later on. But here in Matthew, it's broken. This this text that I'm reading to you is broken down into three different points. And I want to make those points tonight. Amen. Verses 22 through 24 is the accusation. He, they brought him to the man that was possessed, the devil. It could have been a setup. I don't know. But. Uh, Amen. It's an it's accusation. They accused Jesus by Beelzebub. Amen. In Matthew chapter 12 and verse 25 through 30, Jesus is responding to that accusation. And I'm going to just, I am not, I cannot totally cover it tonight in completeness, but I will, I feel like that we're going to get some things understood tonight amen that what jesus was responding back to them and then the third part and i didn't i'm gonna we're gonna read on in that maybe all not all tonight but we're gonna read on in the next few next wednesday night amen in the third part of it first there was accusations amen jesus responded to that which he did does not do every time but he he responded to this one because this is a very, very, very important. He, he felt like they had made, it, made some steps beyond just denying because they were saying that now that Jesus was of the devil. and He was using the power of the devil. But from verse 31 through 39, it's an admonition to them. I just want to warn you. And so we'll I don't know for sure we'll get into the warnings tonight. But every one of us needs to recognize when Jesus warned the Pharisees that you had done, made some steps beyond just denying Jesus his rightful place. But he was he was touching or these people, these Pharisees, they were touching the very Power of God are denied it, and it was a very dangerous thing. And don't y'all start reading on before me, even not. We're just going to walk into this. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus, didn't, like I said a while ago, he didn't only heal the hands and, and things. Now he was healing something else. He was healing the inner person. He was he was possessed. He was blind, amen, and he couldn't talk. Amen. And this statement, this statement here in verse 23 says, and this is the people that were gathered around. It wasn't the Pharisees, but this was was the crowd and what they said, and all the people were amazed and said, "Is not this the son of David?" That statement there, basically, when he was son of David, you, you, we recognize that they they were saying, "Is not this the Messiah?" Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, Amen. Messiah, Messiah. They they recognized that Jesus was, Jesus was the Messiah. He was God came down and manifest in flesh amen hallelujah what a wonderful thing I think they could they could kind of shout around there. well praise God not only can he touch bodies and, and you know we, we we've talked about it in the storm he can stop storms, but now he can even cast out devils whoo praise God oh no no it's not cast not devils by by, uh, by God he is he, he is a Beelzebub he's casting out devils by Beelzebub by the prince of devils Amen Same message today as it was back then Amen Jesus has come to us and I believe that the Lord I believe the Lord's presence is here tonight in this church Amen. I think I'm on now. Okay, I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is here tonight. Amen. 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 And whatever He wants to do, He's just got to have find some body that He can use. That's right. He can touch them. Hallelujah. If, if you ever, if you ever sit in church. And while the preacher was preaching or while the singing was, was, was going on, that you could feel the Spirit of God and you could, thoughts were coming to your mind that you knew that wasn't something that you put there or whatever. God was trying to say something to you, direct your path. Jesus of Nazareth, Thou art the Son of God. Amen was said. Amen. Amen. I, I want to turn back to Isaiah. I'm just going to use a, one or two scriptures from Isaiah, one or two passages of scripture, as uh, as the prophetical word from far Messiah. Isaiah chapter 35, and I will read verses four through ten. Isaiah 35 and 4 through 10, I don't know where your Bible will or not, but uh, I got a little star out there by the side of that, and it, the star tells me that that is a messianic prophetical word from Isaiah. And he says it like this, Say to them that are of fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with the recompense amen, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb, amen, sing. For in the wilderness shall the waters break out and streams in the desert and the parched ground shall be become a pool and the thirsty shall Amen, land springs up water, and the inhabitations of the dragons, amen, where, where, each lay, where, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes, and the highway shall be there, and the, and the way, and it shall be called the way of wholeness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those of the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err, or error therein. No lion shall be there, nor a ravenous beast shall go upon the, their own. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed of the Lord, redeemed, shall walk therein. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs of everlasting joy upon their heads, and they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and Zion shall flee away. Now, when you read that, you're knowing that Isaiah's prophesying in the very last two verses there. He was prophesying not only was the Lord God gonna come back, the redeemed of the Lord, but the redeemed of the Lord was gonna return back to Zion. He was prophesying of the return of the children of Israel that was already cast, in, cast into Assyria and also to Babylon Ten northern tribes went to Assyria, and Judah and Benjamin, Amen. They went to uh, Babylon, and he was prophesying that Messiah is going to come back too, and it's going to be like you know the children of Israel marching back in. The highway is going to be there; and it's going to be called the way of holiness. Amen. Purified hearts by the blood of the Lamb. Doesn't say that, but he, the, he, Isaiah was prophesying of a Messiah. He, he, he was given the message, Amen. That uh, there's come a time when Messiah's coming, and now they're actually saying that is not this is 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 not this, uh, the, the Son of David. And uh, you know, any time that you. Uh, Any time that you try to, amen, sometimes uh, speak of things that God is doing, you can always find some opposition sometimes to it. Amen. Hallelujah. But notice the response that that they asked when they said that, the response they asked, amen, the scribes and the Pharisees had had another answer for it. Amen. They neither believed or accepted Jesus but tried to find a reason why not to believe what God was doing was not really God's doings. Hello? Matthew chapter 10, or chapter 12, verse 10. Amen. Back up again. Matthew chapter 12, and I will will begin reading at verse number 10. And behold, there was a man with, with a withered hand. Amen. Oh, yeah. They, they were believing. They were seeing the miracles of God, but they, they would not accept it. Now, I want to just pause a minute and tell you. The hardest thing I think that there is about a human being is to try to prove that he's wrong, and him not buck up against it. They couldn't. The Pharisees could not accept Jesus because they are the miracles. Should I say they could not accept the miracles that he did because they did not want to accept Jesus. Am I making sense there? Amen, yeah. and uh, we we live in a world that they've got their minds made up, and they're not wanting to change them. And you can well, I I took the Bible one time, and I I, I was speaking to a man, and I said, I want I, I'm going to read this to you out of the Bible, or I'll let you read it. It's right here, and he wouldn't let, read it. I said, you want me to read it you? He said, no. I don't want you, I don't want you here to read it to me. I said, why not? He said, because. I'm not going to believe it he didn't want to he didn't want to believe it he wasn't going to accept it and you can read all you want to you can preach all you want to but i've already i've already got my mind made up that that you're wrong and and i'm not going to change that's 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 described the Pharisees amen uh back i'm going back up to to uh, Isaiah once, once again, and uh, read verse forty, chapter forty-two, and uh, read chapter forty-two in verses one through six. And that little star is there again. Behold, my servant, whom I, whom I uphold, my elect. In whom my soul delighteth, I have put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, or nor lift up, amen, nor cause his voice to be heard in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, a smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment. Unto truth. Now, this is another prophetical scriptures, amen, that Isaiah was pro- prophesying. When you read, start reading through Isaiah, there's quite a number of chapters almost as devoted to not only the, the coming of the Messiah, but his works that, that he was to do when he was here on the earth. Amen. Prophe- again, a prophesying from the word of God. Amen. They are all... They uh, well I'm gonna read verse chapter twenty verse twenty-five of Jesus' response. And we we're gonna get into that amen, verse number twenty-five. Now Jesus knew their thoughts. He knew what they were saying, he knew their thoughts. He knew what they were they were accusing him of. Every and he said, Jesus said in verse, every kingdom. Amen. Divided against itself. Amen. Is brought to desolation. In every city, in every house, or every house is divided against itself. It ain't gonna stand. Uh, I. Uh, I've. Uh, I've been meditating. I've been thinking, thinking, and. Last few days, I there's something happening in the world today. That is, brothers and sisters, it's just a, it's like a festered rising. Um, you, we know the war in the Ukraine, and we know some of the people that's helping in that uh, the war there, and it's a, it's a war, whatever you call it. We know that Iran is doing their best to try to help the Russians do that. But then down in Syria, Syria, not Syria, excuse me, um, Moldova, and uh, one of the countries, Michael's over. Uh, that they've been fighting, two two of the two of the nations that's over there now, that started World War Two. Has brought their armies to their to their edge of their property or country, and uh, just ready to start fighting again. And then I just read today that Turkey and Greece is uh, about to have some. Some kind of skirmishes over some things that, and, they, and, and they're two, both of them are NATO countries. And I thought, what's going on? It seems like the devil is stirring up, amen, this world in such a way, and God's prophetical word tells us what's always going to be happening in the last days. And you know what? We're sitting here tonight and reading news when we go home and whatever and saying, you know, it's, it's just ready for about a powder keg. Somebody's gonna set, set it off. And um, I, I'm gonna tell you, brothers, sisters, this is me, and I'm not trying to be a calamity howler or, or somebody to try to scare them, but this world is about to explode in warfare. And uh, Jesus is trying to tell us: houses divided, nations divided. When that's all happening, it's when a city, when a country, amen, is is all um, entangled themselves. I guess I could say in situations and circumstances that it doesn't seem like that people can get along anymore. I just heard about two hours ago, three hours ago, read it, that this couple was in financial distresses and uh, I don't know what all, I just kind of glanced through the article and um, they had bad financial positions. they didn't have, they couldn't see, the looks, they couldn't look through the future and see anything, so mom and dad both made up their minds that they were just gonna cancel out so they call their four kids in, I guess, or whatever. I don't know how they did it, but they killed their four kids wow. and then killed themselves. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable that people think in those terminology. And I read one just about, about several weeks ago that this couple was, they were all in an uproar in their home. It was not peaceful at all. And, gonna be, and they decided to divorce. and and the, the mother wanted the kids and the daddy wanted the kids. And so the courts were, they were leaning toward the, uh, the mother having the children and so he took them out and killed them. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't have them, I'll kill them. And you, you think, what in the world's going through people's minds? It's just that there's a spiritual uproar and a spiritual cauldron of things going on today. And Jesus is trying to talk to us here. There's there's, there's spiritual divisions, there is physical divisions, amen, and there's political divisions. and And people not only just have divisions, but they're, Allowing it to become a life or death situation in their lives, and if if something, if if prayer, I'm going to tell you, the prayers, if the church don't start praying, amen. The devil's going to do his best again to destroy. Thief cometh, but the steals, kill and destroy. But I've come to have life. But Jesus said, the kingdom. Every kingdom divided against itself. Every nation that is divided against itself. Every family is divided against itself. Every church divided against itself. I mean, it's just, it's just not going to be. And I'm not I'm not being negative here to the about this church. I am thankful to God for the unity that we have in church. It's not. the it's not a perfect church you know that because you're in it (laughs) well I, I was just trying to repeat what I'd heard Come up to the pastor, and he said, I'm, "I want, I want to join this church because I have looked at everywhere, everywhere else for a church." And he said, "There's always something wrong with it. This that, and the other." He said, "And and and I see you, you got a perfect church here." And He said, "I would like to be a part of it." And he said, "Oh no, no, no! Don't join it. You mess it up." <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I don't want to get your minds off. But I am trying to get your mind on one thing, and that is Jesus is trying to wake these Pharisees up. You, you've got some dumb thinking in your heart and mind. You, you cannot, you cannot, you, 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 well, maybe you Pharisees, you ought to know by now the devil is not going to try to save souls. And he's not going to try to heal bodies. And he's not going to try to make people whole. And he's certainly not going to cast out one of his own. Amen. This refers to nations and cities and, and homes and whatever in these. Matthew chapter 24. I hope I'm making a little sense tonight in some of this because unity is a godly thing. Spiritual unity is, is a godly thing. Amen. Matthew 24 and verse number seven. Amen. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdoms against kingdoms. Amen. And there shall be famines and pestilence and Earthquakes in diverse places and all these are the beginnings of sorrow. And and you and, know, when I was read this, just read I had just read that Yellowstone National Park how many have heard that. Yellowstone National Park, well you've heard of the National. But they've had a thousand earthquakes in the last few days. And that is one of the biggest earth, or, or earthquakes or, uh, yeah, it, it, that's in America. In, in time, you know, when it exploded. And, uh, and we don't know. But I thought, this has been quite all our lives, years years and centuries. And all of a sudden, Seem like the earth is wars and famines and earthquakes and diverse places. Amen. All these are the beginning of sorrow. Then shall they deliver deliver you up to be afflicted and and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my sake or for my name's sake. Then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another Many false prophets even shall arise and deceive many because iniquity shall abound. Because iniquity, because sin is going to try to take over and, and, you know, and I can't see nothing wrong with nothing anymore. The love of many is going to wax cold. He was talking about a time like we're in right now. Amen. But he that shall endure to the end soon be saved, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the shall the end come. so I think that Jesus Christ was speaking right here in verse 20, chapter twenty four of Matthew of the period of time that we're living in and uh, we need to be aware of the devil's trying today to try to just dis- uh, I'd say disgrade the uh, the message message that the preachers are trying to preach and, and 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 trying to reach reach people's lives and tell us we need to get ready because the Lord ain't going to put up with this very much longer Could I get up amen on that one amen, amen. hallelujah and I've got to I've already I've already jumped the gun on this one. I got here on my, in my notes. It says now a word from our sponsor. Amen. What I was just going to tell you, you know, that I was going to tell you how America. Amen. The divisions and it's the, it's not the United States of America anymore. It's the divided States of America. We keep dividing genders. And payday will come from that too. Each one's charging each other. You're trying to destroy our country and both of them are, are doing their good job of it themselves. I tell you, there needs to be a good spiritual love for God. Amen. That we can Come together, amen, and pray until the Lord heals our land. I don't know. I do know this. I know every promise or every commandment or whatever the Bible talks about is going to happen in the last days. It's going to happen. And nations rising against nations and all of this. I know it's all going to happen. And Jesus is talking about here that said they're going to rise up and start killing Christians again. And I believe that's going to happen. But it's not necessarily everybody in every country is going to go through all of that. One man asked me not too long ago, do you believe that some of the things in the prophetic word of God is going to be in America where they're going to be slaughtering Christians again I don't know where it will or not but it could they're doing it somewhere else right now and we've just been blessed so long but what we need to do is to make sure that we can have the spiritual ear of God and the direction of God amen that we can somehow as Jesus is talking here in the 24th chapter you can read on that that twenty-fourth chapter is uh, is Jesus speaking of the end time, and he's talking about famines and earthquakes and diverse places and, and so forth. In fact, uh, there's a doctor McLaren. He had ten pages in his commentary on verse chapter twenty-four or this verse uh, twenty-four. in in our text today, he he had in Matthew chapter 12 verse 24 about about the spirit that they were accusing Jesus of of being of the devil he had 24 chapters or 24 pages on it and I only just got a few notes out of it amen but we're living in a world that they question everything anymore. Amen. And we're we we we've got to we've got to have a have some contact with the Lord to know even what what's going on in this world. Amen. And uh, I uh, I spoke about a while ago these families killing their kids and things. I mean, that's going on in America, a civilized society, is supposed to be. Amen. But uh, that's, it, it's, it's sad. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 9. We'll back up just a little bit and just 9 in verse number 28. Matthew 9 and 28. Jesus is trying to, to uh, wake us up. And when he came into the house, the blind man came to him, and, and, and Jesus said unto him, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And he said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then Jesus then touched he his eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you, wow, and their eyes and their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightway charged them to say and See that no man know it now I, I, Jesus and I'll make two points here number one was that Jesus asked them, Do you really believe that I can do it? And they said, yes, well when they said yes they believed that he was going to do it then they got healed and then he said go, don't tell don't go tell about it uh, it's to let me know that sometimes you don't cast your pearls among the swine there are some people sometimes it's not it's not a really a healthy healthy for you to get in an argument with them I just read to you a while ago, Amen chapter twelve, the first part of it, when they accused him uh there they they they, they was they wanted, wanted to kill him. Jesus left them just left them alone. And several times he told people not to not to uh, spread the word that he because he uh he had some preaching to do, and he had some time before he got to the cross. And so he was not trying to stir up more because of the miracles that he did. He didn't want them spread abroad and and we when we have a some a miracle happening in our church we uh, we want we want somebody to testify to it right? I think it's good we hear but to to some people, you know. Jesus said, you know, just don't go tell it. Don't tell it. Because uh, it stirs up too much, too much opposition. Hello? Amen. Amen. Because I'm afraid that you get out there and they'll say, I don't believe you got healed and I don't believe this and I don't believe Jesus and it and, 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 and could put questions in the person's mind to cause them to start doubting. Amen. So just don't make a big a do over it because uh, somebody's going to somebody's going to start doubting. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Saint John, chapter ten. I'm not, getting to, I'm not getting to the to the meat of this just, just yet. But there is some serious thoughts that we gotta think about in the next uh, little while. St. John chapter 10, verse number 10. Says it like this. Verily I say unto you, I'm skipping a little bit here and getting to another subject. Right? Verily I say unto you, he that entereth, not in by the door unto the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, is the same as a thief and a robber. Amen. In other words, I'm I'm going to lay a foundation, and if if you're going to enter in to the kingdom of God, there's a, there's a plan, there's a purpose, and there's a direction, Amen, for you to follow and and he's uh, he, he's just telling them that there's people that's going to try to make it in and that's i I, I described the pharisees they were they thought that they was all right even even calling jesus man a uh, a devil during the time of Christ was on this earth, there were the majority uh, faction there that was in in the Jewish faith at that time, I'm talking about it a while ago America whatever. When Jesus was on the earth, there were Pharisees, most the they were the most vocal in number, uh, and the, there were Sadducees. They were the power force. For you mean Caiaphas and Annas, the high priest, and all the most all of the uh, the uh, what you call uh, the. Uh, the seventy elders, the the Sanhedrin. Most all the Sanhedrin were Sadducees, and they they were the political, <laughs> and they tried to keep the Pharisees. The Pharisees out messing with Jesus. That's, they, there was a, 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 S S E S S E s, Essenes, and, and, and they were the ones that hid the the uh, the scrolls. On the Dead Sea, that we found out in the last few years, some some years back, and there were zealots. You can find them in Luke the fifteenth, sixth chapter, and the fifteenth verse, and Acts chapter one, and verse thirteen. They were the zealots, and then there were Christians. Amen. And I'm I'm not referring to right now in the Gospels, but but these were the these were the what we would call the uh, political and spiritual factors that Jesus had to deal with while he was doing his ministry because they were all trying to uh, all of them could agree together on one thing and that was to do what do away with Jesus if they could amen most were together when it come to opposing Jesus and when it come to them Paul used it he saw that there were half Pharisees and half Sadducees. And when Paul was put in prison, imprisoned there in Jerusalem. And what he said was when he saw that there was half and half, and he knew the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection, and the Pharisees did, that he said, for his believing in the resurrection of the dead, of Jesus, was why he was called into question, and and boy, that stirred it up to where they was they started dividing among themselves. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter twelve, and I'm gonna go back there, and we'll we'll conclude with a point there. Matthew chapter twelve and verse twenty-seven. I'll be I'll be read verse 20, 25 and twenty-six. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. It ain't gonna stand. It ain't gonna stand. When divisions get become so strong, then there is, 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 uh, there's battles to be fought, and I'm referring to kingdoms now or whatever. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Amen. And every city or a house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, his division he is divided against himself and shall not then his kingdom stand. And Jesus said, if I, and if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judge. And, if, and I can uh, go back to the 19th chapter of Acts where when Paul was passing through and coming up to Ephesus and he, he asked, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost, what were you baptized and so forth. And get on down to the... Uh, 13th verse of uh, uh, Acts. Let me just turn there and I'll read this and then we'll, we'll conclude. Acts chapter 19 and verse number 13. says it like this. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcist, took upon themselves, calling over them which were, had evil spirits. Now, this is a, where... Uh, That Paul was casting out devils, and these five sons of Siva, uh, they they saw Jesus do, or or Peter, or Paul (laughs) doing that, and they they tried it themselves. Uh, uh, We won't cast out a few devils here, and uh, they uh, they said when they said they there are certain vagabond exorcists took upon them them to call over which was evil spirits the, the name of the Lord Jesus saying, we adjure you by Jesus of whom Paul preached and they were seven sons of Siva, a Jew. he was the chief priest of uh, the priest which which did so and the evil spirit answered, and said Jesus I know and Paul I know but who who are you? Amen. Now Jesus cast the devils out and it was just like that when Jesus here he, he, he is now if a house is divided against itself can't stand well in you know other words You've got to know the Lord. And you've got to have him in your heart and your life. Even when you come against these devils. Amen. Jesus I know and Paul I know. Who, you, who, who are you? And, of course, you know the story. And we'll conclude with that because uh, those devils rose up. Who are you? They, they rose up out of that man. And he whooped them all. (laughs) All seven of them had to flee. And he was ripping clothes and everything else, you know. And uh, and, uh, Jesus asked them, Who do you, what power do you use when you're trying to exercise exorcisms of people? I, I could tell you a story. I will tell you this next next Wednesday night. Uh, experience I've had in that situation, and uh, it was not a well, not a. It, it was not one of those shouting times anyway. <laughs> but I do believe this: any saint of God. That has the spirit of God living within them. Has the power over the spirits of the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, but I thank you for your word tonight. I hope Lord I've said some things God that somehow would encourage people. And also to recognize the fact, Lord, that not only are you going to set the Jews straight on who it was that was casting out those devils, but warning them, Lord, that what they were about to think in their hearts and minds and and what they were saying is a very dangerous situation that they found themselves in. May God some way... Lord, you help us, Lord, amen, in sharing this because I know it's a very touchy sermon, uh, sermon and touchy, but God, may, may we recognize, God, that how powerful your word is, your promises are, and the spirit that dwells in us. God, we have no fear of the devil overcoming us because we have you inside us. and You can't get in. We ask, God, that you would just help us as we go here tonight. May, God, we go in peace in heart and mind, Amen. in believing, Lord, that there's going to be a revival in America. It may not be everywhere. There may be persecution in one place, but there's going to be a revival, God, where people are praying. And so may we be praying, Lord, until we see that revival. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Lord bless you. Thank you for coming.